Hey everybody, welcome back to the Royalty Room. It's Legal Queen LA and I am feeling amazing today. I have a surprise guest all the way from my crazy hometown that you may or may not have heard of, Brownsville, Pennsylvania. Uh, everybody, I would like to welcome to the Royalty Room, AGB Green. Yeah, what up? Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us. Um, for anybody that doesn't know, we actually had the unfortunate uh, pleasure of growing up together yeah. um, from the same town, essentially, you know, where I spent half of my life. Um, yeah. But now, fast forward to 2023, AGB Green is now a musical artist. Um, just did a couple of shows out in LA for the first time. So we're spreading from the East Coast to the West. Yes, ma'am. And um also happens to be, you know, a close friend and a a client that I'm I'm very honored to have on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Um today we titled our show Hometown versus Heroes. Uh that is a reference to Voice of the Heroes by Lil Baby and Lil Dark, if you do not know. Um, because I think that that's a really good place to start considering, you know, our lives. Yeah. yeah. So before we get into that nonsense, though, why don't you tell us a little bit about you, what you're working on, what you're doing? You know, so I've been working on the music and everything, of course. You know, things come with that, that, you know, I just don't really know all the, all the uh, ins and outs of. So that's why I'm like... That's why you're here with me. Yeah, exactly. Trying, like figure out all the ins and outs and really be able to put my music out and monetize it and do it at a high level. You know what I'm saying? As it should be. Um, Solomon, do you think we could play something for the people to get in tune with Green? Well, let's see. Yeah, this was out, but I had to take it down, you know, just because I ain't do it. It's from the, last year, right? Yeah, right. Steps to putting it out. You know what I'm saying? But I'm still working on that. Let me know when all the angels come, or at least when it's my day to run. It's time to go and have some fun. I know when I was young, I know I'd be someone. Yeah. It's like I can see the before brand. the trouble comes. Somebody died, I heard another one. I hate we had to see him fall. Like, what was all the problems, son? The Reaper ringing, that's your last call. Just help me understand it. Just tell me what your motive is. We got the upper hand. It's like these niggas don't know what motion is. Come from the bottom, nothing like my route was that's so much closer. You know I'm about it all around. I'ma show the world with clothes. No, you can't find me broken. I'm trying to find ocean. I'm trying to find. No, I'm not gonna hold you. That song you showed me though, with with Sunny, the one where we, you know, I can shake my booty up in the air. Yeah. I don't know, guys. I'm. I mean, I'm just saying. I may be like a tiny bit biased. Um, but I think we have some some hits no, that are sure. coming, some that yeah. are already out. Yeah, for sure. We got a lot of work that's, you know, just ain't out yet. I'm trying to do it right. That's all, and then it's all coming. That's I can't good. wait to give it to y'all either. It's it's nice to actually like meet people, well, know people who want to have a plan before they launch things. Yeah. Um, I think that's one of, you know, the best the best things that you could do is have all the content loaded up, all the, the songs in the vault, the music videos, etc. So I get it, but like um when is my favorite song going back up on uh platforms because Yeah, I was thinking about re recording that because my previous engineer, 
I guess he lost the stems or whatever. So I got to re-record that. That's the worst part yeah. though, because um, you know I made a, I made a couple of songs myself. Um, I feel like it never comes out the same way or as good as it was, or it doesn't sound the same. Yeah. It's not if you redo it. It doesn't sound original, but if if you know. If it's better, it's better. You know what I mean? You can't be biased. You just got to know. Because the quality of my last one, I don't think it was up to par. Yeah. I think I can reproduce that at a higher level regardless. You know okay. what I'm saying? Well, we're going to do that. But um, I have been thinking about, since my last trip home, yeah. this idea of hometown versus heroes. Um, <clears throat> and I kind of wanted to talk to you a little bit about it. You're an artist. You're traveling outside and going back home. Um, you know, we lost Jimmy Wapo in Pittsburgh. Absolutely. We lost X in his hometown in Florida. We lost, you know, all these people when they go back home. Dolphin, Memphis. What the hell <laughs> is going on? Like, what is, is, is it just hometown mentality no matter where you're from or like? I mean, in your hometown, people know you, you know what I'm saying? So they don't want to see you doing better. That's my perspective, you know what I'm saying? So you stay home and you're running into all these different emotions and get positive ones. You're also going to get negative ones. You right. know what I'm saying? So you can't call it because that's, that's where you grew up. That's what you know. There's people you love there, but people that's going to envy you the most at home. Mm. And, Woo! And a lot of times it don't end well because people know you. you know right. Your weaknesses probably too know you a lot, know you well. So it's just. So my thing about that balance. though is I feel like I have two hometowns. I yeah. grew up, you know. Florida. I had parents in, in two different states, but I spent half of my time in each place, and I feel like nobody actually knows me yeah. there at this point. Like, I, I went home for, what, a week, and I just merely exist. I don't drink, you know. I'm yeah. the only sober person in the town on a Friday or Saturday night, Absolutely. period. Um, and I simply just exist, and chaos erupts because I exist yeah. and i'm just like when is the last time i had a conversation with this person in my entire life some people i don't think i've ever had a conversation with ever yeah and it's just like family ties because you like exactly because yeah. you know of someone who knows me or talked to me dated me is related whatever it is and it's just so interesting because all people talk about is you need to get out you need to get out of here you need to get out of here you need to do something better with your life and then we go and do something better with our lives no support and then we're just not shit yeah exactly. I, yeah yeah people don't give that support how they're supposed to i think nobody really wants to see you doing better than them though you know what i'm saying they'll say it true like keep doing your thing but really they you know what i mean don't want to see you doing better than them why would they want to see that not saying they're against it, but why would they want to see that? You know what I'm saying? Right. Until it's already done and you you're forced to support it or you want to tag along or whatever the case may be. But I think it's just human nature, you know? Honestly. So you've been doing like a lot of numbers on TikTok yeah. um with your motivational speeches and, and talks, which actually we should have put some TikTok clips yeah, up here. Absolutely. Um, but what do you think? Cause I wanna mm -hmm. I wanna change the world. Yeah. On a on a small scale, on a large scale for this person, for one person, 
even. And I, I realized, you know, I want to do this for everybody everywhere, but I can't even do it where I come from. Yeah. So what do you what do you think? Like, is there anything that we can do? Like, I feel like if I were to go back home and be like, oh, I'm starting this, this mental health and this beauty salon and this, 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 and this, people yeah. are still gonna be like, <laughs> Yeah. No. So I don't know if there's really much you can do to change people. I think I just heard this quote. I can't remember it exactly, but it was just like, you can't it, you're gonna stress yourself out trying to change other people. You can't drag somebody to want to do better, you know what I'm saying? Because it's just going to irritate them and stress you out, you know what I'm saying? And they're going to get tired of you or vice versa. It just it doesn't really make sense. You just have to find the people that work for you, the situations that work for you. Yeah. You know, like I say, keep pushing, you know? I feel like it's um also like a generational thing because, you know, nobody goes anywhere. Everybody stays there forever. So yeah. there's no new knowledge. There's no new mindsets. There's no growth. Absolutely. And you're just growing up in the same cycle of violence or depression or... Comfortability. Hating. Absolutely. All the above. Negativity. You get comfortable with it, though. <sighs> Comfortability is... The devil. Yeah. It's yeah. just I feel like being comfortable is that should make you uncomfortable. Keeps you off your feet. You know what I'm saying? You're comfortable. You ain't you're not working towards anything. You're not, you know, you're not exerting. If you're comfortable, you're not exerting yourself. So what are you gonna do or what are you doing or have done this year that took you out of your comfort zone? Uh so I started uh Doing dogs, breeding dogs, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I really had no knowledge in that. I just started uh, taking on that, and now it's the whelping and all that. That's just stuff that I, you know, had to learn, gain knowledge. I restarted school. I'm at L.A. Film for audio engineering. That's so exciting. You know Congratulations. Yeah, I appreciate it. You know, I'm just trying to get better in, in the things that are, you know what I'm saying, get better in things that are going to, Help my dream come together, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to do things that are like aimless, you know what I'm saying? Audio engineering, the studio is expensive, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to learn. That's how why to... I haven't been to the studio in so long. I'm not, expensive. nope, I'm not paying you for a session. I will uh, keep this song in my head yeah. for now. That's how, you know what I'm saying? Dogs, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a whole nother world. Like if you get bigger in the dog game, they might. Like your music when you put it behind a, a reel on Instagram. So right. it's just people trying to attack different things and do different things and be a That's better true. person for real. That's true. Um, can you tell us about your your brand, Clover? Yeah, we come from Clover Street in Brownsville, Pennsylvania. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like my bro had came up with the idea, Clover made bulls. You know what I'm saying? And that's the dogs and everything. And we just compounded off of that. You know what I'm saying? What is it, Frenchies? Frenchies, exotic bullies, you know, and the best in the world, the best bloods in the world, you know, went out and got them. Also, we got the we got the exotic marijuana brand, you know what I'm saying? So if you ever are looking for that, we got the best. It's so funny. Like, growing up, I was just so just adamantly against weed. Yeah. Like, my dad, put, like, programmed into my head, like, bad, criminal, crime, yeah. wrong, stinky headaches like just everything and 
I remember I broke up with my very first boyfriend in the ninth grade because he smoked weed. Yeah. I was like, ew, you're yeah. gross. I don't want to date you. Um, and then I moved to California, and I feel like I was, what, like probably 25, and mm. I smoked for the first time. I was just like, huh. And now being in California, it's just like you can't escape yeah, the sure. everywhere you go, whether you're going out to eat or going out anywhere else. You're going to smell everybody around you smoking. So it's interesting to me yeah. how things change. I think it's like the environment. I feel like if I moved out of California, it would be weird at this point. Yeah, California, they're forward thinking with it. In Pennsylvania, we're still behind on the times. And a lot of people look at it the way that you're thinking about it. But, well, not thinking about it previously. Used to, yeah. Think about it. But, you know, it's still growing. But we don't want to fall behind when it starts to come around the East Coast and be more prevalent. So we're just trying to keep a... A foot ahead of the game, you know what I'm saying? That's smart. Um, I also recall that you were on tour, did a couple of shows with a couple of big names recently. Yeah, with uh, Jim Jones and Joel's with the High Tolerance. of They were High Tolerance promoted shows. You know, they gave me the opportunity to get up there and uh, perform in front of Millie's and uh, Rich the Kid and, wow. you know, so many other people. So, so it was definitely dope. And, I was on my live the other day, and people from the show was on there, and they told me to play a certain song, so that was definitely exciting, you know, knowing people follow you after that. Hell yeah. Mean song. I think it's it's really nice, like, no matter what show it is, what venue it is, you know, if there's more than one person in the crowd, you know, you're going to either gain a fan or a post that can gain another fan, yeah. or, you know, you're... A room full of ten people, you could have ten thousand followers by the next day. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Putting that work in is just important. So I just got to make sure I get back to that in full effect. You know, being outside is important. Yeah. I realized that when I was out here for a little bit with y'all. Yeah. Um. It's an interesting dynamic. Um. I don't really know much about other cities, but Los Angeles is definitely um a little bit strange. You have to be in people's faces at all times, um, or else you're, you're Forgotten out. We forgot, we forgot about you last week, Shorty. There's so <laughs> much stuff going on out here and so many people working. So yep. it's like, if you're not working, then why would we think about you? That's true. Um, I think another thing that is interesting is people from L.A. actually tend to stay here. Yeah. And don't necessarily have that same issue that we were talking about for yeah. the most part. L.A. so big, you know what I'm saying? You can reach out to so many different groups of people in Los Angeles and find so many different environments. Pennsylvania is more so what it is, you know what I'm saying? I don't really go to the Philly areas and stuff, so I don't really know the other side, but from... Brownsville, from Uniontown to Pittsburgh, it's all the same. You know right. what I'm saying? From, to Morgantown, West Virginia, like, nothing really To changed. Youngstown, yeah, Ohio. Yeah, it's all the same. <laughs> so it's like, LA, you're getting that real melting pot and real knowledge of and diversity and knowing what to do and just really learning. You got to stay up with the times. Learning people in LA. You know, you know what it is with people in Pittsburgh. Most of them don't even really want to. It's like a cold, cold city on the East Coast. You know what I'm saying? Excuse me. I also think that out here, 
you can literally wake up one day and start a different life. Like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've lived maybe, I feel like I've had nine lives since I moved to LA. Responsible. And it's like nothing ever stays the same from from one one month to the next, you know? So if you're not involved in all these things, and I think it's it's nice, obviously, to live here and be able to be involved in everything whenever you can, but a lot of people also are living elsewhere and just flying in when it's important. Yeah, for sure. And and I think that just comes with the cost of living. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I think it's just uh when you live a certain lifestyle in other places, it's hard to come to Los Angeles and be you know what I'm saying? You can always make a way. Don't get it confused, but you know, people get comfortable. Hey, I mean I don't know about you, but I'm legal Queen LA yeah. and I'm definitely not from out here. Yeah. But exactly. here we are. My career started my career is from out here. Yeah, and you've been you've been thugging it out here though. And you know what I'm saying? You've been you can obviously tell, you know what I mean? You're Thank growing, you. putting the work in. I appreciate you know that. It's it's um I've realized like the perfect way to put how I feel about the city. It's hard to love, but it's way harder to leave. Yeah. Cause yeah, I be saying I, I I'm trying to I'm trying to get out of LA tomorrow. I say that once a month. <laughs> I'm gonna move. I'm gonna move to Houston. I'm gonna move to Barbados. I'm gonna move back home to Florida. Yeah. I'm gonna move, like yeah. no. But LA, I got stuff to do. Yeah, LA. You know what I'm saying? It just seems like it's the land of the dreams out here compared to all the other cities. I, I'd say I was up in New York, and I think it's just more mean, more. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I don't not know. gonna lie. I, I like, only I like went LA. once. I like LA. Yeah, I only went to New York once, and I don't even think I was 21 yet. But yeah. I did not like it. I did not get like good energy. Yeah, yeah. And I don't want anybody to come for me because you know I'm <laughs> from the East Coast. We get it, but it just didn't resonate with me. Yeah. Well. You know, especially well maybe because I did grow up in Florida and I'm used to like islands and and tropical things. Yeah. But it just, yeah, it didn't give the same. And when I came out here, I really, um, you know, my sister really is what opened my eyes to L.A. kind of. But yeah. when I came out here, I was just like, wow, it's beautiful, like Florida. But the energy feels even better. I feel like more uplifted, more, you know, free. But then I got into dealing with the entertainment industry. Yeah. And I started to feel suffocated again. So I feel like it's it's definitely one of those things where you have to keep a, a balance of like detoxing from like these social medias and these events and everything. Like, you know, BET Awards turns into a week long rendezvous, Grammys, um, the Oscars. It's just any event that happens out here, it's for a week straight. Yeah, it's always gone. Minimum. <laughs> yeah. I think last Halloween, um, Halloween lasted for a week and a half. I I, I couldn't do it. But everybody mm -hmm. I know, it's like. Just party a week and a half. Let's go. Yeah. Networking events. Networking. Yeah. Your network is your net worth. Yeah. But if your network is not working, do you just, I don't know. You just keep going to all these events and see what happens. Or is this a waste of time? You think it's better to be outside? I think or keep it, it to yourself. I think it's important to set goals. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I'm not even the best at doing that. Right. 
but I think it's important to know where you're going. Mm. Like your mm-hmm. your why. Yeah, like what your what, what do I want to what do I want them to do? What do you want them to do? My thing is um whenever I moved out here, I put I think it was going yeah, New Year's going into 2020 before anything was shut down. Yeah. Um my New Year's resolution cuz I used to be a little bit introverted. Believe it or not, like I used to be very I didn't I would never speak to somebody unless they spoke to me. Yeah. So when I got here and I was like I'm going to start a career in a new city where I know nobody, I'm going to have to get it together. It was my goal to speak to a minimum of 3 people everywhere that I go. Yeah, sure. Um and that kind of was the first step towards like learning how to network and being better at shaking hands because if you shake one person's hand, that could lead to the next 10 handshakes yeah. or the next 10 opportunities. Yeah. Um, so I think that is one of the most important things. Um, but it is also easy to get lost in the sauce out here or in the in- music industry altogether. Yeah, try and find your own way. I'm sure people do out here. They call... Um, I. It, it's easy to see why, why L.A. is the devil's playground. You know, because you can get into whatever you want. You can find whoever or whatever you want or need at the time. Um, there's no limits, really. Yeah. I know. That's kind of scary. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. It's so big and there's limitless opportunity. There's limitless things that can happen. So do you think that you could see yourself moving to L.A.? Yeah. Or actually, yeah, like I living could. here? Yeah, for sure. I was really going to do it this year, but I bit off more than I can chew to leave and pass it over to somebody else. Starting businesses and businesses. Yeah, so I just got to figure all that out and find out the right people to delegate and or have the right space for me to do it out here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Once I figure that out, because I want to be around. You know what I'm saying? I want to be around. I like I like to go on outside a little bit, and you know, and I like working out here. I like the vibe. So. What is your favorite thing about making music? Is it the the writing? Is it the performance? Is it the what is it about? Yeah, I just like I mean I'm I just like the creation of it, you know what I'm saying? Maybe the process, you know. It's like you surprise yourself. Oh, I said that. Or you know, I just like music. So do you go know. like off top or you do you write? I do both. Okay. You know? I okay. Do both. I'm trying to think. Like, I rarely just go for, like, a whole song. I'm not one of them, but, like, maybe three lines of punching, whatever. You know, it usually turns out, to my liking at least. I'm not going to lie. The first time someone forced me into the studio, um, we were having just a a heart-to-heart. I was probably talking about some hometown trauma. And uh, he was like... um. You know, your voice is really powerful, Ash. Like, I I want to hear what you have to say. Like, people want to listen when you speak. And I actually, whenever the pandemic came around and the George Floyd protests were going on, he's also the one that, you know, handed me the mic at City Hall. Yeah. It's like, you got stuff to say. And I'm just like, huh, no, do I? But yeah. now here I am. I got stuff to say. And I think it was that right there that was right when the pandemic started. So the pandemic kind of you know, ruined a lot of things, but it tapped me into my creative for the first time ever. Yeah. And he was like, you know, you you represent artists all the time. Don't you want to, you know, 
experience what they do or or see what it's like to do their job. And I was like, I hate my voice. But he forced me into the booth anyway. Yeah. And I made this song. And I was just like, oh, my God. I know why everybody wants to make music now. I feel great. Yeah, I've never good. felt this good in my life. You unleashed like, some. Yeah. And that was the first time I ever, because um, I just... You know, I'm I'm a lawyer. I'm a nerd. I read books. Like I always thought, like my sister, my cousins, and stuff. Those were the creatives. Yeah. But I don't have any of that in me. And ever since then, I've been writing songs, books, poems, beats, editing, all types of everything, just off of that one conversation. I get it. Yeah. But I'm not gonna lie. Um, I think performing in front of large crowds might be a little bit too nerve wracking for me. No, like, what's crazy is, like, I don't even be nervous in my head, but, like, sometimes, like, I be, like, physically reacting. Yeah. Like, I be like, oh, but, you know, I still like doing it. I enjoy it. The biggest crowd I ever performed at was that New York. With, yeah, uh, with Jim Jones. Jim Jones, Millie's, and who else was there? Rich the Kid. Uh, I think A Boogie a was Boogie, supposed to be there. I don't think yeah. he came. But it was, there was a lot of people there based off whoever's name, his right. name, whatever. There's a lot of people there. That's dope. For sure. And what is like, is there something that you do to get ready to perform? Like, do you have like a, a regimen or a prayer or like a a meal? I just try to breathe. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just breathe. Get my if 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 I'm physically reacting, I'm assuming it's anxiety or something. So I just try to breathe. If I want some water, I drink water. But no real. Maybe I should get into a routine or something. But no, nah, not no real routine. Okay. Well, breathing is intentional breathing, yeah. mindful breathing, I think is one of the most important things that you can learn to master because it's not just like, yeah, your body does this automatic thing, but are you using it for what it can do and what it's supposed to do? Yeah. Um, it's kind of like mini meditation. Yeah, I guess that's what I try to do. Um, I actually, so speaking of hometown, I just had a, a conversation with someone and they were like super anxious just like I gotta do this I gotta do this da, 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 I gotta just going crazy and I'm like come sit yeah. breathe like just take a breath take a breath and you know hometown mentality I fucking breathe all the time da, 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 da. <laughs> like what are you what are you trying to do like stop being so controlling and I'm just like can you take really? a deep breath and it just not even like considered. Yeah. And I'm just like, man, we have a lot of work to do here. You know, people think they know what they know and live by it. So it's hard to change people. I, do you think you can change people? No, I think they gotta wanna be different. Like that you didn't change them, like they have to change themselves. Yeah, it might have been something you presented that changed them. You know, or you know, but it might change for you, <laughs> but they're not. You can't change them. Mm. Interesting. It might change for you. Speaking of Mr. Green, um, anything exciting going on in your love life while we're here? I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's exciting. Let let the lady know, ladies know where they can find you on Instagram if you single. Yeah. All the, all the good things. I ain't. You know, I've been in a relationship, you know, Shalia, but you can find me on Instagram with <laughs> HBG Green. 
you know. You can still, still find them. Yeah, I still do the uh, Instagram, TikTok, all platforms, AGB Green, you know. What is AGB? Always getting bread. Okay. So, you know. <laughs> I know that's right. Yeah. So that's what we, that's what the uh, brand was at first. You know what I'm saying? But uh, we just converted to the Clover and then I just kept AGB Green as my rap name. As you should, as you should. Um, what would you, what advice would you give someone, you know, maybe in similar positions or different positions in their hometowns and they have these dreams and everybody either doesn't think it's realistic or is not supportive, whatever it may be? Yeah, I would just, me personally, I would just say chase them because, like, shouldn't matter. It's your dream. Everybody got their own, so. You know, you can, and even if you do support them, don't change yourself and don't get caught too caught up into it because there's what, nine billion, eight billion people in the world. So, you know, they'll support you when it's time. You know, you don't have to forget it. But that's what I would say. You know what I'm saying? Just keep chasing your dream. You know, in America, you got to get money. So get you some money too. <laughs> you got to get that money, <laughs> honey. Know, and chase your dream. Simple as that. I always like to say when every day to wake up in LA, you automatically have to pay like a hundred dollars oh. just to open your eyes. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. That's why I don't live out here. <laughs> I, I was paying seventy dollars to wash my clothes. I'm like, oh, in the little apartment. This is crazy. Y'all was tripping. Yeah. Um. When I went home, uh, when I first moved out here, I went home one time and I was talking to, um, one of my grandparents. And they kept, you know, asking all their nosy questions and rent comes up. And I think my my grandfather like stopped in his tracks, like spit out his water, like heart stopped for a second. He was like, Ashley, my mortgage is less than three hundred dollars yeah. a month. L.A. twenty seven hundred rent What the? for one bedroom. Yeah. What just the, what's one. What's going on here? My dog doesn't even have enough room to run around in a circle, <laughs> and I'm paying almost three bands. They're talking about, <laughs> oh, and you got a there's a hidden fee here. It's like, no, nah, they they killed me. That that is a thing, you know. Um, on I'd never noticed how many like extra fees just specifically for California exist until I started like really. So Fashion Nova is obviously uh, an obsession these days, yeah. um, and. I've been I've been on them since like 2013 before Cardi B put them on her songs before they were like really anything and I used to order from them all the time. Well, I moved out here, there's extra fees specifically to deliver California brand Fashion Nova that's right down the street to California residents. Like literally CA specific tax. Yeah, when I be looking at the receipts, things I buy I be like Oh, it says it got a local tax, state tax, city tax. And so, they're the 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 little fees for water bottles. It's like anything that's a plastic bottle has an extra fee if you look at like when you oh, grocery wow. shopping. Um they're raking it in. Yeah, if you do uh like I think it's with a debit card versus a credit card or whatever at the gas station, there's an extra fee. Oh hey. uh, <laughs> what else? The the plastic bags at the grocery store, you got to pay per bag. 
they killed me with parking so many times out here. It mm. doesn't even make sense. Like, mm. I got hit with uh, so many $80 fines for 10 minutes. See, and that's the thing. You would think, <laughs> okay, you get a parking ticket, $25, maybe $50. Oh, no. Yeah. $68. Yeah, this shit, I'm like, this shit add up. Yeah. I think, um, I don't know. I just want to know where all the money's going because the roads are not getting the money. If they're the potholes. If they're about to do that, uh, whatever they're saying for the black folks, uh, the reparations, the reparations of the uh, black folks of mm -hmm. uh, California, then that's where that money's going. But other than that, that they better do something because they're hitting me with a lot. Yeah, <laughs> and you and you're not even full time here, yeah, and you're no. feeling it. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, exactly. That's why I've been. I say I can't come out here like just to play around. I gotta have real goals, real right, real something. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? I can't come out here willy-nilly trying to end up down the street. Yeah. <laughs> listen, that skid row population keep growing. Yeah, you're going to end up down um, the street. But I remember my dad came out here for the first time, and I just I assumed that he was going to hate it um, just because of the way that my dad is. He's very, like, strict and structured, and um, he visited, and he really liked it. And I was shocked, but I was like, oh, my God. So what? Would you live out here? He was like, absolutely not. I would mm -hmm. never move here unless I was a multi-billionaire. Billionaire. Yeah, exactly. He was like, I would never, because he's very well off back where, where he lives. Um, and I'm sure that would translate if yeah. he were to, you know, go out of the way to get the specific job or whatever here. But there's, he was like, there's absolutely no way I would trade in the, the, level or whatever of the life that I live there for what half or a quarter of what it's worth out here. Yeah. And I was like, I hear you, but like I'm not even like a single billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm making it work, you know? There's just so much chance to make more money here. Yeah. Like that's exactly. the only thing that can bring you out here. Unless you like the uh, the sun all the time, you know what I mean. Like, but there's so much chance out here, yeah. chance for bad and chance for good. But there's so much chance, like you're really taking a risk being in LA. No risk, no reward, huh? Yeah, you're really taking a risk being in LA. It goes um, for anybody. I think um, the most important thing is like keeping your your mind, your mind. Yeah. Um. You know, and that's with that's with anything really, any career path. But if if you focus on yourself and only what feels good to you, and and only what, um, you know, your body knows things before you do. Yeah. So you kind of have to focus on the way that things make you feel. It just really always boils boils down to that, because if you're listening to your intuition and you're following, you know, where you're supposed to go by the way you feel, then you're in alignment. Yeah. And that's really the most important thing. Because yeah, yeah. if you're out of alignment, all hell's breaking loose. Yeah, just that's what I encourage. Be yourself at all times, you know what I'm saying? You know, And, and there's times you make decisions and you really thought hard about it and you know that wasn't you, you know what I'm saying? So if you're not, if you can't be real with yourself, then you know what I'm saying? You can't be real with anybody. So Damn. definitely important to... And we if you don't mind. love yourself, you can't love anybody. You can't love anybody. The, yeah, those are very, very true statements. Um, 
I think it's interesting also because LA is such a place where you can be anything um, and you can be yourself. And you'll (laughs) see that like at an event. You'll go to, it will be one event with one theme or one like dress code or whatever. And then you'll have people show up in evening gowns and people show up in pajamas to the same thing because everybody is authentically being themselves in in their dress and how they're acting and where they're going. But then there's just so much fakeness and and hate and shade on top of that. So I don't understand how you could be so authentically yourself in the way that you dress and show up in the things that you do, but then Yeah. I mean you know I mean really sometimes I think people do a lot for attention, you know? Mm. You'll never know if someone's being their self. Like that's really just a judgment. Yeah. Like right now, I could be faking to you, and I can be a mathematician, and mm, never. Uh uh-uh, uh, you could fake to somebody else. No, but like seriously though, like you'll never know. Like, dude could be whoever he wants to be, but here he's here. He's he's the cameraman. You know what I mean? He could be whoever he wants to be. I don't know him, but you know what I'm saying. Right. Like, if he's being him, then I know him now. <laughs> I went to uh, one day. I was at church and. Um, my pastor is like, he's really funny. Uh, he was like, it's just interesting in LA. You meet someone and they're not just like, oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a car salesman or oh yeah, I um, I work at at the Foot Locker. They're like, oh yes, I'm a content creator, an influencer, a sandwich maker, uh, a shoe tire, and a barista, a dancer, and yeah. a barista, a yeah. sandwich artist, artist, <laughs> exactly, a sandwich artist. Um, yeah, it's, it's a fun, it's a fun place. It's an interesting place. But I think while we're here or while I'm here, at least, um, it's a good place to get all of your footing, um, make all of your money and then get out. So you have a foundation that you can come back to when you need to come back to it. Yeah, absolutely. It makes you sense know? anywhere. You know what I'm saying? But doing it here is just doing it at a larger scale. I always feel like. I guess you can do anything at a big scale, but if you're really doing it in Los Angeles, California, you can do it anywhere. Do it anywhere, unless it's dangerous. Well, anything is dangerous now. Yeah. Anything, anywhere. That's the thing. It's like um, you can't go anywhere. You can't do anything. You can't say anything. It's just like everything is just crazy. Everything is crazy right now. You could you could have the best intentions. You could you know, be the best human and you never know literally what could happen. That's why it's really important. Like I, I was I'm I'm very happy that you're here, mm. first of all. You know, the the whole thing about giving people their flowers while they're here, like, no, dead ass. Like you are very talented appreciate and it. I appreciate you. And I'm glad that, you know, we used to cuss each other out and yeah. be ready to throw hands at each other. Listen, I feel like we're like cousins at this point or yeah. something. That grew up and just was just fighting all the time, yeah, and now we grow up like and that. and we're close because there's it's a certain type of person that comes to Los Angeles, yeah, you know, um, and, and it's a certain type of of career or or idea or dream that leads you here. So I think that that it's great that we have that in common, and I'm happy to be here. And I'm happy that you're here. So thank you for joining us. I appreciate you. For, I appreciate you for having me. Absolutely. Well, guys, this was a very uh, near and dear personal episode 
for us. And I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, every other Monday, we're going to be here in the royalty room. So make sure you like, subscribe, comment. Go stream AGB Green on all platforms. Yeah. And we're going to be looking out for the next project. So we'll it's see coming. you guys soon. Clover. <laughs>